everybody, welcome to the Game by Show podcast. It's December the 19th, 2022. This evening, LeGrand Jolly, that's me. I'm your host for tonight. LeGrand Crane. And I am joined. I'm joined by, sorry, uh, the ghost of Christmas dinner. That is, uh, <laughs> I'm joining you live on like? YouTube. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what's cooking. Over there, Dale Jones, also known as Frosty. Frosty. I'm staying frosty, Stay frosty over here. That's right. Oscar Mike. And Jeremy Lamont, a.k.a. Jeremy Claus. That's me. The Jeremy Claus. You can watch out for it in, in your contrast. I do not take I do not take uh, credit for any of these ideas or thoughts or, or desires to put them. They're, exactly. But. They're way too good for us. Yep. Uh, this is the game by show where we talk we talk about video games for 30 minutes. Three zero once a week. Point zero. Three, 30 minutes. I think we can do it today. Um, usually we're way under that. Yeah, we're gonna try to really push forward and get the full 30 minutes. The full yeah. 30 minutes. Don't really have a whole lot to talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh just video games. Yeah. Which just, is why I'm trying to draw out this intro so that we can just pad more time just and really video get about the minutes. People love the padding. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, listen, I, I did have one thing that I wanted to uh, to mention. Uh, sure. Which is that I uh, <laughs> actually I just lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? I did something. Oh, oh yeah. uh, no, 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 no. It's really good. I um, I uh, d- so Fuser. I was forgot what it was called for a second. Right. Fuser, the game <laughs> by Harmonix. Uh, so I've I've talked about it probably a couple of years ago. Uh, it's the sort of drop mix software only sort of game as of today and it might already be done December the 19th 2022 uh, Harmonix is taking the game offline delisting it all the DLC going away uh, so a, a friend of mine who was who's kind of my drop mix buddy on Twitter was like oh the game's going away I'm gonna buy a bunch of DLC and I was like that's a great idea so last night I dropped about $40 on drop mix DLCs uh, with such classics as Tub Thumpin' by Chumbawamba, oh, which I thought would make it... I think you could mix that into, like, boy. a good mix. Oh, I, I just realized, and it's by no fault of anyone's but my own, uh-huh. our stream does not have any audio. I'm just noticing oh, it's man. not... Oh, well. oh, it's man. It's not picking up. That's not All important right, anyway. well, we'll fix it, it's yeah. A, it's okay. This is special content for the syndicated listeners, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, I basically, I dropped about, like, 40 bucks on the... Uh, on, on just a bunch of DLC for Drop Mix before it goes away. Yeah, but they it's never going to... So here's the thing. So I got it on the Switch, and I was really annoyed by the fact that there's not really, like, a good shopping cart function for the Switch or anything like that. Right. So I was doing them one at a time, like, $2 at a time, you know, 20 different tracks. And I was, it was really bad. It might have been my fault, though, because maybe the in-console storefront maybe would let you do that. I don't know. But here's the thing. I was kind of bummed out by the fact... I was like, ah, why did I do this on the Switch? And then I remembered why. Because on the Switch, I can hook that thing up to any three point three and a half millimeter jack output like any speaker and I can DJ with this with all this music that I was buying any event any that I rooftop want party any rooftop party where people are dunking chain yeah. hoops uh, actually what oh, I what I really am thinking about is I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for my daughter to like, like get me I mean they're getting old enough like I, I'm planning now for my daughter's weddings and I'm gonna totally DJ the crap out of it with Chumbawamba's tub thumping. I'm gonna mix it up with like hit him up style. I'm gonna I'm gonna segue California over to love. like okay all of that. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make the Cotton stankiest. <laughs> I'm gonna Dude, make you could super do that. It would be awesome. I am totally gonna do it, and it's gonna be super awesome. And that's why I was originally only gonna get two or three tracks, but then I was like, wait a minute, I've really got to plan ahead for this. I'm gonna be the singular DJ using. Would Fuser. you do it on Fuser or would you do it on actual? No no no. I I would do it. I would get my. I'd get a, a three and a half millimeter cable out, and I would What's hook it that? up, and I would do it live. Some kids. No, I mean, would you do it on like the uh, drop mix itself, the board? You know. Oh, oh. Well, you could technically, and in fact, I have done stuff like that before. But I could do both. You know, I'd bring the whole thing. Like, if people want DJ Jeremy Claus. Uh, I will be there with a drop mix board and it'll be cool because people when they walk by at the cocktail table or whatever or the drink table This is what I've done. So I don't know if I've told you about this before But when I'm cleaning my house and I just don't want to I'll set up the drop mix board in a central location and I'll drop one new card every time I walk past Hmm. So it changes and I've got it set up to my home theater So it's like playing some music and so every time I walk past I just drop a card So you could do that at like a drink table like a cocktail bar so that anybody who comes by could just pick up a card and drop it down and you have a live crowd like crowdsourced DJ if you want to drop a card you have to buy a 
another drink. Yes, that's right. Well, it's, I mean, is it an open bar situation? I don't know. Um, you don't want to uh, get people too wasted, but... I bet they would think it's so cool, though. Like, you could, you know... Yeah. If they, if, let's say if they tip the bartender, they get to do a card or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. That's a, that's a damn good idea. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm going to show up. Then when that's done, I'm going to pull out the Switch. I'm going to play Fuser, and I'm going to make the worst possible mixes. So... Right. I just wanted to bring that up. That's something I did with video Rudy games this week, Blowfish, but it wasn't all of it. Cross, uh, Britney Spears or something. Oh, I did. I did. Seven Nation Army is on there. I did. Uh, that's I did, too good of I got, a song. <laughs> no, well, th that's cool because it, it actually turned out mostly pretty good. Yeah. And right before the game ended, I finally did the multiplayer, like on the very last possible day. <laughs> I did their the Diamond Stage and uh, blew them away. Basically uh, solved solved electronic music. I forever. played Guitar Hero the other day. An arcade, no way. arcade guitar hero at the uh, Grand Central Bowling place in Portland. How was it? Uh, it was good. I played. Was the guitar broken? I played, it was like more than a feeling or something. What was that song? Heck yeah, by Boston. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think it was that. It was something else. I forget, I forget what. And then some other guy came and joined, and he put on um, "Today" by Smashing Pumpkins. Was it today? today was the greatest? No, sorry, it wasn't today. It was Cherub Rock. Oh. That was the one. Oh. Um, which I think is kind of a cooler song for Guitar Hero. But, um, I mean, yeah, it was fun. That's I great. a couple of songs, you know? Oh, Music you know what I did put back. on? You know what I... I this, is, this, is, this is how I do go to Guitar Hero, right? So I walk up, and, and for some reason, they have Steve Vai, like For the Love of God, on the song list. And I was like, well, I'm just going to play some Steve Vai. <laughs> You know, why not? You know, if you're a guitar hero, you know, play some songs by a virtuoso. Heck yeah, that's um, right. And uh, yeah, Surfing with the Alien, Joe Satriani, you know. Like Surfing with the Alien. Oh, wait, that might be a different. I, I don't know. If, I don't think there's words to that song, actually. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Steve Vai. Good stuff. Nice. I love guitar it. Hero. Music games are coming back. I've, I've got some news for you guys. Okay. This show's not going to be 30 minutes long. <laughs> Well, we don't really count it until we stop just like blabbing. It's only 30 minutes that count. That's. Oh, well, yeah. The only good 30 minutes yeah. of the show is the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, anyway, I just thought I would share that because I've got well, big plans. Good. Big plans to be a party DJ. The only one who's I, doing I, that. I like that idea. I think it's a really good You should idea. let me come to your show. Like, I'll be your opening act for uh, for uh, TT. Did you want to? <laughs> I don't know. Would it be cool? <laughs> I don't know. We could try probably. it. Probably. I mean, Boo! I can't wait to get booed off my first stage. It would be cool. It for would the be pretty that, cool. The, the people that would show up for something like the Black Mages or whatever would probably enjoy it. But, if you want to yeah. come, you can play our like uh, 15 minute breaks and just play like house music and do your. I'll like, seriously, I, we would super let you do that. I'll start. I'll start boning up on it. It'll be good. That'd be I'll dope. Learn all, the, I'll learn all the cool tricks. Are you going to be in town next month? Uh, some sometime I will be. Actually, I'll be out the second week of from the ninth to like the fourteenth or whatever. I'm out of town. I know, and our our concert's the thirteenth. Yeah. So next time, like seriously, like you okay. can totally do that. I'll start getting ready. We would let you play like, because we're gonna we're playing for like three hours, but we're taking like a a handful of like small breaks, so we could take like a 15, 20 minute break and have you just yeah, just noodle around on Fuser. Yeah, heck yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. Seriously. All right, okay, we'll do it. Okay. I mean, I'll talk to the guys, but I think it's a good idea. I think the anyway. guys will agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, guys, video games. Video games. Uh, also, Fuser. They're good. It's which is a video game. Um, I have played nothing but World of Warcraft. I didn't, I didn't even play a ton of World of Warcraft, but I played World of Warcraft. Any new World of Warcraft developments? Um, I mean, the dragons are still doing their thing. Are they like um, big bosses, or like what do the dragons actually do in this dragons expansion? Well, there's a bad dragon, and the good dragons are trying to stop the bad dragon Wait, from doing bad Deathwing things. Was Deathwing already a bad dragon? Deathwing was the bad dragon. And in fact, the uh, Deathwing's son is who's been a character in World Little of Warcraft, Deathwing. like like a prominent character for a while. His Deathwing name is Rathian. Rathian instead of Neltharian. Neltharian <laughs> was Deathwing, and this guy's Rathian, and he is he is the leader of the Black Dragon fight. Wasn't Rathian in Mar Monster Hunter? I just feel like there should be a Monster Hunter. I'm pretty sure Probably. there is a Rathian in Monster Hunter. Yeah, Raytheon. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> Raytheon. Um, it's a it's a political allegory. It's thinly veiled. Yeah, yeah, Rathian. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm I'm making my way through the main storyline. I've done probably five of the eight dungeons that are out, and they're fine. 
And uh, yeah, just making my way. Like I said, I haven't been playing. I think old old Legrand or even Legrand from the last expansion probably would already be at max level mm-hmm. and be radiant at this point. But this Legrand is just like whatever. Just so I'm just kind of why rush busted. through it. I, It'll still be there two yeah. years from now. You know, I, I am getting near the end of of the story. I'm in the last area, the last zone. I haven't you know played my way through um, in classic WoW fashion. So I am nearing the end. Does of does the story mean a lot for? the lore of Azeroth or is, is it kind of like localized or like what's, what's the deal? Uh, well, it's in the, it takes place in the dragon isles, which is the new continent, right? Mm-hmm. In classic wow fashion. I say that a lot, but, uh, basically the dragons are back <laughs> and that's basically it. There's a mean dragon who is trying to do bad things and you got to stop him. So like, where's else. the horde and the Alliance and all this? Are they still like, who's the leader of each now? And yada, yada, yada. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. I don't even know. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and did Anduin die at the end of the last expansion? I, <clears throat> I want I want to say no. Maybe he did. What about Sylvanas? The, the horde and the Alliance, like that hasn't been an actual storyline for a while. Like, yeah, nobody cares. There's Cadgar. Who's like the mage guy from the Kirin tour. And there's, um, Rathian, who's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. He's been around since the expansion after Cataclysm, I believe. Um, hmm. So he was pretty prominent in the last... In Battle for Azeroth, he was in that. He was also in... Anyway. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. The, the the thing that WoW does has been doing a lot more of... I remember when uh, Wrath of the Lich King was the modern expansion. Yeah. They had a, a cinematic in the middle of the game called the Wrath Gate or something like right. that. Where there's this really big, long cinematic... And everyone was like, wow, this is so cool. And now they literally have like rad cinematics all the time now in a while. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. They've been doubling down on that, um, which is good. I think it, it makes better for really good storytelling. Um, but yeah, my uh, dragon flying skills are getting better. I don't know. Nice. Um, Doing a lot of swooping, are you? Yeah, a lot of swooping. A lot of uh, they have like drag. They have like dragon races around. So you fly through rings and. It's like a whole like course you fly through. So in a, in a dragon race, um, I hear the only way that you can lose is by dragon ass. <laughs> exactly. They should have done a Spyro. The they should have done a Spyro crossover. That like I nobody don't... likes Spyro. What? Shut up. Gar- garbage <laughs> game. Garbage. What? That's wrong. That is a it bad is take on this good podcast. Nope. I will. I will. Mm-hmm. I will say that um, it is true that. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, it's false that no one likes Spyro. But it is true that it's a garbage game. <laughs> what? No. No. That you that's rose colored. Try, try to play that game, dude. It's fine. It's and like they have a listen, they had a they it's had not. a no, there was a dragonfly who would pick up the gems that were just a little bit too far out of reach so that you didn't have to be good at 3D games that early that on. Cat, dude. I know. <laughs> I've stopped trying to move him. Listen, Spyro's a, a garbage game. The dragons in WoW Dragonflight are way cooler. You, you don't want someone yeah. in WoW being like, oh, welcome to my waypoint. You should get some gems now. No, because that game was like a worse version. That was like a collect-a-thon. Like the whole point yes. of that game was to run around a map. So it was like, hey, look, guys, we can do 3D now. Run around our 3D world with no purpose and have fun. And That and was back was, in the days when like Banjo-Kazooie was, was considered a good game. And those yeah. games were exactly. always trash. Yeah, yeah, for the same reasons. For the same reason. There was no point. I mean... Well, at least Mario was unique in that, like, hey, there's a painting, and look at these cool levels that are actually well designed rather than really bad. And it's Mario and a really bad platforming. We're going to try to make Spyro our mascot. Like, no, Spyro's garbage. Listen, garbage I'll, character, garbage game. I'll Crash bear Bandicoot all that takes for now. Actually, Crash Bandicoot, actually a good game in comparison to. I don't know about I, that. Crash, Crash Bandicoot's a bad game, but it's still better than Spyro. Okay? Yeah, but in Spyro, I, you could glide around. Like, you had, like, command well, of the yeah. space. And you can even fly sometimes. <laughs> you know, it, if you put on a hat with wings on it and you could fly, that's way cooler. That's true. Or like a raccoon tail is pretty good. Too. See? Yeah. 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 See, all that stuff. Yeah. Frog suit. Frog suit. Yep, yep. <laughs> I would protect those suits until like the very end and there wasn't enough levels to use them. And you would never use them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course. I'll save this tanuki suit just in case I need Gotta it. Save this yep. green grass. <laughs> yep. You know, while I'm going through Gotta the save these super station. pokeballs. Yeah. Gotta say these magnum these, ammo, these yeah. elixirs in Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, God, I've, I've tried to yeah. get better about that. 
You can't though, because then you like feel bad, and you're like, "Oh, what if I actually really need this next fight?" Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I have, you know, I've had that too though, where I'm like, "Man, I really." And then you use like them. use them, you're like, "I guess I better replenish these," and you go and spend all your gill on freaking elixirs. Well, this is the yeah. final boss, but what if he has another form? Yeah, yeah you never know. <laughs> don't blow through. You know what's worse is the Bloodborne, where you, if you, your flask did not replenish like other Drag Dark Dark Souls games, right? right? You had to like find them, and then you once you use them, they were gone. You had to farm them. That sucked a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I've been playing Mass Effect. You guys are familiar with Mass Effect? I've Hell heard yeah. of Mass Effect. This game where you can like you're like a you're this guy who's called a Specter. Get to smooch some aliens. Go around the galaxy doing double oh seven quests. Um, yeah, no, I'm just playing the first Mass Effect again. You remember like a couple of years ago? Or maybe it was just one year ago. I don't know. Whenever the Legendary Edition came out. Maybe it was six months ago. I don't know. When did that thing come out? Um, what is time? But uh, yeah, I got like a good ways into it before I, I kind of fell off. But then the other day I was like, oh, I'm just going to go go play some more Mass Effect. And um, so uh, I'm probably like halfway through now or a little bit more than halfway through because I got an achievement that was <laughs> it's weird. The achievement was like complete most of the content in the first game (laughs) okay most Most of the content content. yeah i guess i did most of the content any any percent run uh yeah i don't know weird i you know what had happened though was like you know that quest about the the guy who's like the super fan of Shepard, conrad verner oh yeah yeah it was like when i wrapped up his quest and i was like uh, basically I'm, I'm playing paragon this time because like first time through the series i always did renegade so i'm, I'm paragon this time and i was like you know Boring. instead of being like a like a stan or whatever for shepherd you need to go home to your wife and, and like be the hero for your family you know and he was like thanks shepherd you really helped me out and and then the, the you know the you're my hero even up. more <laughs> yeah yeah um and um so anyway yeah i, I gotta go on to like whatever the next planet is uh, Vermeer, I think, is the next one. I don't think that's okay. the this, one. So you're you're are you playing the original version of this and and you're this? I'm the playing the edition. legendary edition. So it's the remaster. It's the original. It's so the first it, game, but it's like the combat is improved and you know the graphics yeah. and stuff. And does the does the character like carry over within this game? Like it's one game that's made of three games, right? Is that how it works? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's the. Um, but it is still you still load into the other games. It's a, what happens when you load it up is it just it is a it's just a launcher, and then from in the launcher you choose the first, you second, or third the game. game. But yeah. here's what I'm going to do, though. I think uh, I got this all planned out because this is totally going to happen. All four games in a row. Um, I believe you. After the first game, because um, I this shepherd. So the first time I played through, I did a lady shepherd, and then this time through, I, I started another lady shepherd. And I was just thinking, I was like, well, I should, you know, at least once I should try to play the dude Shepard. So in between the first and second games, you know how like you get left for dead and then Shep- uh, Cerberus has to like reconstruct Shepard. I'm going to make the switch. Oh, yeah. Make the switch. Ah, cool. And then then Shepard can get with Miranda, as was foretold, um, and so on and so forth. Right. Listen, uh, my Shepard got with Miranda. Of course. Of course they did. Yeah. I mean, that's the only he choice. He or she did. Well, it, it, game, it, it had to be he back then, Jeremy. Oh, I see. They, they had not. Uh, I think it was three when they finally, you know, let you swing They're both like, ways. Yeah, who cares? Um, uh, no, because I got with Jack with FemShep and Mass Effect 2. Are you sure? Did you really? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Huh. Okay. Well, maybe. My, my Renegade playthrough. Of course you went after Jack. Duh. Nah, Jack has too much baggage. No way, man. Jacob, though. So powerful. Ja- powerful Jacob is a dude. snack for, for your fem shop. J-pop, Jacob's the worst, dude. Come <laughs> on. I'm not trying to be racist, but he's the worst. He's, he's like, he's, well, Caden's worse. Caden is bad. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I've got to let Caden live this time because I, I got him killed the first time. So now I'm. Oh, so you're not going to take Ashley? Is that a name, Ashley, right? The other Ashley, one? yeah. No, I liked Ashley Kate in the first, uh, not in the first game, but she, she, you know, she kind of becomes into herself as a character in like the third game. Um, if you were a dude and you played Mass Effect 1, you saved Ashley and let Kate go every single Exactly. Place. But this time I'm doing everything <laughs> different. So I was, I was renegade before. That's good. I, I yeah. appreciate that, that you'd go through the. I, I got to at least see what's up with Kate. I always played Paragon first. Yeah. I played Renegade my second playthrough. Yeah. Renegade was awesome. Full Renegade is way cooler though. Renegade is super cool. Uh, yeah. I don't well, listen, Paragon's kind of boring. 
I've been playing a game where you can smooch aliens if you wish. Oh shoot, this is out. This is out. Okay, this is go out on. now. I, I thought I didn't think it was out. I got to install it, this. And it has some some choices that you can make. Uh, I've been playing the current new reigning most popular game on Microsoft Game Pass, High on Life, uh, which is a sort of Rick and Morty style. Um, yeah, if we, no, no, no. Well, see, me too. Usually. Um, so this is like a Justin Roiland game and he did that other VR game and I can't remember what it was. It was like about a job or something or work or something like that. I don't remember what it was where like everything would scream at you. Yeah. Something like that. that Um, I don't, I don't even remember, but, uh, but this is sort of like that. And I am not a Rick and Morty fan. I don't like it. I don't even know that much about it, but I know that like everybody is like super like high you know, energy, like, oh, what's going to happen? I don't know. What? What's going on over there? Blah, blah, blah. Like, they just, like, look at everything and comments on everything. And the dialogue is very sort of, like, stream of consciousness. And there's a lot of, like, I don't know, like, a lot of profanity and stuff like that. And so I was like, all right, well, this thing is on Game Pass. I'm never going to play it otherwise. Uh, the entire idea, it's a first-person shooter. And the whole attraction is that the guns are living aliens that will comment and flip out and guide you and talk uh, as you play through the game. Um, And that's mostly the attraction. Like, even having played it for a few hours, uh, the game is fine. Uh, it, it, It centers around the idea that humans, the reason it's high on life is there's a lot of, like, drugs just, like, in general. And so humans are become, are sort of discovered or become this resource for... Like they eat humans, these aliens, and it's like this drug, like it's a narcotic or a, or a psychedelic. Oh, or like so, a delicacy. Yeah, yeah. So humans become like this drug resource for the trashy outer space, like weird aliens that that nice. come and invade and whatever. So uh, you and and your sister, so you play as uh, just some character. You can generate your own character, or whatever. But your sister is there, and uh, your house gets teleported into into like onto this spaceport, onto this planet. And all the aliens are trashy and crap and like everything's like you go looking for this bounty hunter, but he's like this double amputee uh, has been homeless guy. And he like goes to your house and he's like, I'm just going to I'm just going to crap on the on the sofa here. Hope nobody minds like stuff like that, like all the time. It's sort of like, uh, you know, just kind of just like shock humor and sort of like South Parky kinds of stuff, which I don't typically I don't yeah. typically go for. And and I don't really go for it anymore. In, no, it, it's like that. Yeah, it's like where you're we're also gonna, twenty years old. We're gonna shock you. I just never, I just never really liked it, and and it's fine. Like there are some moments that are kind of like funny, but I haven't really laughed. Um, and there, there are mm. games that are humor games that I have laughed at, and and so that's usually like, do I think it's clever? Do I think it's like, nah, you know, it it kind of is. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and uh, the. So the protagonist is silent. The guns sort of do all the talking for you. You do get to make some dialogue choices and, you know, the different guns that you acquire and they're, they're specific guns. So it's not like Borderlands where you go find a gun and, and every gun will talk to you. There are a handful of, of these special guns that are all kind of unique and different. Uh, the first gun that you get, and they have names and I don't even remember what they are. Uh, I remember Sweezy is the name of the second gun. She's like a, she's like a rapid fire. Like what's that gun that the, uh, the grunts have in Halo? They have those like crystal needlers yeah the needlers so she's kind of the needler she's kind of like a needler uh but she's got a say all the all the the uh uh i'm trying to remember what they're called they're like gatlians or something they're like gun gun aliens uh but they all have a trick hole is what they call it which is like the secondary function um so the first one will do like this blob that is like a a grenade that kind of comes out and he can only do it for so long you know because he gets really tense in combat so it like takes a while before he can do another one um, you know, he's just, ner- he's just nervous. Uh, but Sweezy, she's got like a time bubble and you can shoot through it and it'll explode the bubble and do splash damage. Uh, you can also aim and it'll like trigger off the needler crystals that, that have stuck to aliens and, and stuff. So the, the, the weapons are kind of fun. It actually feels mostly, and it's not just because of the guns. It feels mostly kind of like playing a Borderlands game, uh, because the, Kind of like a little bit kind of boring, a a, kind of a little bit like the the so (laughs) that wasn't a jab at Borderlands. No, I know. I I know kind of what you're talking about. And I always liked Borderlands partly because of the dialogue. And it was, you know, I I think that Borderlands did a much better job of like world building. And like there were characters that, that were kind of cool in this. It's like everybody is sort of like a, you know. 
ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shove this up his rectum or what? Like they're always like stuff like that. And I'm just Very, like, yeah. Uh, bullet. Uh, what was that game? Bulletstorm. Bullet yeah, Storm. Bullet Storm. So so mm-hmm. this also has that kind of thing. And I never really played Bullet Storm, but I know there was a thing where you could like juggle dudes in Bullet Storm, where you could kick them and pull them back in and kick them again and yeah. stuff. It was like, like that. kill with skill or kill with style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has a very very low version of that where you can juggle dudes. So the grenades will not just kill people, but they'll throw them up in the air, and then you can shoot them in the air and juggle them in the air, and it does more damage. And so they 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 kind of have a little bit of that going on, um, but it's not enough, I think, to make it stand out as a game. I think that mostly the appeal is what you think it is, which is when you see the trailer and you're like, Haha, that gun is vulgar and talks to you the whole time. Like that's kind of mostly, mostly it. Um, there are funny, you know, you come across different species and some of them, like there's these like Jerry bears or something. They're like, you know, miners that the, the, the aliens, basically the aliens sub- subjugate different species because they're good as drugs or something like that. So they've got hmm. these bears that they've got like mining these little tribbles Gummy or something bears. and they use them as drugs. K- kind of, kind of like they live in the forest and mushroom huts and stuff like that. And, you know, but they're, they're also like, they're cursy, cursy too. You know, they're like, oh, that little cute bear just set a cuss. Um, so, so it, it, it kind of has that. Um, well, according to the Xbox Game Pass app, and the how long to beat integration, it's about 10 hours long. Are you going to finish it? Uh, I've played about five hours of it. I it would seems kind of long for something that seems like it would have a limited shelf life. You know, like a one trick pony. Well, so so what they do, I mean, maybe. But th- so the, the way it works is also like Borderlands in that you uh, sort of fast travel to different places. And then you just do a mission there and then you fast travel back. So you don't have to necessarily build a whole open world. You can just have like... You take this portal to this world and it's like a jungle world or you take this portal to that world and it's a sand I mean like the writing, the jokes or whatnot, the sensibility. Like is is, does the story have anything that carries you through or is it just kind of like an excuse uh, to tell more jokes or what? Like, I mean, it's, it's kind of mostly an excuse to tell jokes, but, but you know, the commentary is kind of fun, but, but there's a little, the, the funny thing about Rick and Morty and, and this sort of thing is the delivery is, is very, how do I describe this? So I, I recognized one of the, one of the like side voice actors as a guy named Joe Haver or Joe Haver Haver, uh, who is a YouTube guy who does these, um, VTube sort of like reanimation things. But his whole shtick is that he's like a normal guy. And so he's like, uh, you know, I don't know about that. Like what, uh, you know, how, how, how are you doing? You know, like a lot of stuttering and a lot of, I'm a real guy kind of figuring out dialogue as I go. Yeah. And so this is kind of the same thing like there. And I guess Justin Roiland does the voice of this, this, I guess he's, he does some of the voices in Rick and Morty, I suppose. Uh, and so he does the thing. He is both Rick and Morty. Yeah. Okay. I believe. So he's, he's also this gun. And so he delivers things kind of in that same way where he's just commenting on things that go through. So in, in ter- the reason I bring that up now is that it is kind of interesting to see what the guns are going to say because they do have slightly, just slightly different personalities. And and when I mentioned making choices, I, I perceive that as you carry different guns through different levels and different things, they'll react to stuff that's nearby and characters will, you know, they'll be like, hey, hey, lean in, lean in, come over here, come over here. And like, it doesn't do a thing until you lean in and then the character like leans real close to like whisper at you and stuff. So there's a lot of contextual dialogue. The guns will comment on things that you're doing. They'll remind you about weapon functions that you should be using and stuff like that. All right, so thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, I think it's it's interesting enough that if you didn't like a lot of Borderlands, you should maybe try it and see if you like it. But the thing is that I think they already did the talking gun thing in Borderlands 2, and it was kind of funnier and more novel there where it was like, this is a special gun that talks and is like, you know, kind of like this vindictive, evil, shooty AI inside this gun. Um, but what if, if you, you didn't like Borderlands and so you never even got to experience it? I, I would say this is probably a more... This is so the thing about Borderlands is that you're collecting a lot of stuff all the time Lots and like that loot. can be exhausting. Yeah, yeah, this is not like a loot fest or anything like that. Um you have like one currency, you've got sp- very specific guns that as you progress through the game, you get to a certain level and now you get this other gun. The the, the bosses actually will drop different guns. And so you can choose a little bit. There's some branching paths. This is a much more conventional shooter than Borderlands is. So if, if it was that Borderlands stuff that you didn't like, this might still be worth playing. And especially if you're into that, mm. like South Park, Rick and Morty, it, it, it is, it has its charm. I just don't know that it's a charm that charms me. 
Um, but I'm. Well, I was I was looking forward to. It. I thought it looked unique and cool. So. Try it, try it, try it. Um, there's I'm a little bit of a there, yeah. There's a little bit of a you kind of have to get into it a little bit. There's like build you know story building or whatever. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and then you have to go and unlock your bounty hunter suit and stuff. So there's a little bit of a you got to kind of get into it, but. Uh, but it's funny, you know, that like at the beginning, I, I won't tell you, you know, at the beginning, your character is like playing this Doom clone game and it, it is kind of funny. So at the beginning, it was, it, you know, it, it sort of introduces you to it. So I, I would say try okay. it out. The other thing that's kind of unique that I thought was that was kind of fun is that uh, in your house. So the alien, the, the former bounty hunter mentor guy who's like the double amputee comes in and just sets up camp on your couch and you have a TV and you can literally watch the full actual movie of the 1994 B movie Hot Teenagers in in trouble uh uh denise richards flick mm-hmm. tammy and the teenage t-rex denise richards. um and so yeah so you can actually sit on the couch and as far as i can that's I, why it's a 55 gig down <laughs> i i actually want for about 15 minutes because uh, they'll let you watch the whole movie i guess if you want to and it's not great but you can sit on not the couch since, and watch um... it wild things and then what was it like is it on console as well are you playing on pc or console uh console so this is on game pass and uh i've been streaming it starship trooper she was in yeah that's right yep um and i don't know how i don't know how big the download is but this is one of those situations where it might be good to stream it because you might decide in 15 20 minutes that you're like nah not for me so try it takes me 15 20 minutes to install it and then i'll play for 15 20 minutes yeah well worth it yeah so whatever, either way. But uh, that's what I've been playing, and I'm, I might go back to it. I, I don't know, but uh, High on Life, a lot of people are trying it out, and I think the Game Pass really is going to be your best bet to, to try this uh, generally. So, All right. Rock and roll. I've got some new releases courtesy of tech-gaming.com. First of all, uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge is the physical versions coming out. So nice. get that. I beat that with my daughter. Uh, we played through the whole thing. That is a great game. I played through the last level as April O'Neil, and it was great. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, also, speaking of girl power, River City Girls 2. Both brawlers. Yep, brawlers are coming back again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vampire Survivors has DLC that came out. And I actually have this DLC. I have a friend of mine bought it for me. Aww. I actually bought him Vampire Survivors and he bought me the DLC. So. Aww. <laughs> Anyway, it's called Legacy of the Moon Spell. I guess it adds new weapons, new a new maps. It's like a map that actually has a discrete layout, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, I haven't, I've, I've yet to actually check it out. I kind of looked at the Steam page. But I, I, I played the mobile version. Much about it's fine. It. Yeah, it's kind of like too long of rounds for mobile, though, in my opinion. So yeah, that's kind of what it drains your it. battery. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And it actually works really well with the uh, Razer Kishi um, oh. that I use. Nice. Oh. Uh, Wave Break. So this is a uh, Stadia-only game previously. I mean, now that Stadia's gone away, it's In coming to other platforms. Yep. In shame. Um, it's basically about a hitman bear who um, is, does Tony Hawk things and skates around. Does he skate or snow? Or, he, uh, he's, he's got like a single-person single <laughs> speedboat, and you like go off jumps and stuff while you shoot and, and assassinate uh, other animals. Um, and it's got like this cool... Weird. Like, yeah, it is it's like Lucky and Wild in the arcade. Remember that game? Mm-hmm. I don't think I played that one. It was the one where it had the, st- the steering wheel and the gun for the oh, guy in the driver's seat. And the yeah. other guy just had the gun. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. That? I do, actually. Boy, that's been a while. Yeah, it has. Probably doesn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, Elves Christmas Hentai Puzzles out for the Nintendo Switch for $2.99. Nice. So if you're looking for something festive to do this weekend, <laughs> look, no, mo- no, look no further than Elves Christmas Hentai Puzzle. I mean, it tells you what it is. Also, Nowntown, colon, VR language learning. I, <laughs> I just like Nowntown. Going down to Nowntown. That's pretty good. Going down all the way down to Nowntown. Also, I went to go install High on Life, and I opened up the Game Pass app, and I found that Riot Games has all their stuff up on uh, Game Pass now. So, oh, yeah. If you link uh, your account. Basically, what that means, if you're playing like League of Legends, you get all the characters unlocked, which I have never had, had before, like. There's probably 50 I don't have unlocked at this point. Plus, you get like bonus XP. As new characters come out, you immediately get them. So there's a bunch of stuff that they're given. And I, I would imagine that all the other games as well, like uh, Legends of Runeterra and Valorant. And did they add their... Uh, oh, here's the question. Did they add that um, that tactics game? Remember well, that game? Y- y- you know, the other question for me is, is that Team only play. if you're playing on the Xbox? Because I think... Well, these are all... These are all PC because because I, I know you can link your ride account because I did, but I wonder if I get all of those benefits on the other platforms like PC. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Let me click on the Riot Games button on the Game Pass app. I'll let you know what I find. Yeah. All right. Uh, nothing. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Screw it. 
Uh, there's some games coming to Game Pass, though. If you look on the app, uh, check this out. Persona 3 Portable. Huh? Hey. Oh, yeah. Now's the time. Yeah. yeah. That's the uh, Persona version. 4 Golden. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's a good one. Nice. Monster Hunter Rise, which I'm actually kind of excited for this. I never played this one. Kind of wanted to, but was hype and not buy at $50, so I didn't buy it. Or $60 or whatever. Anyway, those are coming to the Game Pass. Those are hot ones that are coming there. Cool. Also, PlayStation Plus is bringing a bunch of new stuff. So play Far Cry 5. There's a variety of things coming. Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, the Middle Earth Shadow of Blah, Shadow of Blank. Shadow of Things. Yeah. Um, Uh, Evil Genius 2. Evil Genius 2, yes. Pillars of Destiny 2. Pillars of Eternity 2, my bad. (laughs) Also, on the premium tier, you can now play Heavenly Sword. Oh, man. I wonder if Heavenly Sword... So they do that on the same thing, the same way the Xbox does, where it's like a better hardware. Heavenly Sword had some load times, and I wonder if it loads Except for they're streaming it, though. It's streaming, right? Yes, I believe that's PS3 because PS3 won't software won't run. Also, Heavenly Sword had those those boss fights where the timing was very critical. Yeah, uh, I'm curious if that. I wonder if you can streaming. still do the what do they call that? The aftertouch six axis. Oh yeah, the six axis stuff yeah. where you're shooting the shooting the arrows and steering and them. things. Yeah. Oh yeah, I tried playing Good that. Um, yeah, I mean it's been a while ago now, but uh, yeah, I wasn't all that into it. Really, <laughs> I was Sword. all about that game for like a month. I was like. And I still like I I can still appreciate the movie that they released kind of kind of numbed it for me a little bit. Yeah. But let's see here, Epic Games is having a sale, and well, they're giving away a game every day, so go check it out. Today's was them's fighting herds. We talked about it on the Discord channel. Yeah, we People did. Thought Everybody... I was crazy for playing it, but it's actually a really it's good fighter. Really so. good, and I think the last time, at least the last time I played it, there were only like four characters, but now I think they've got eight. I think they had six when I played last. Nice. So maybe it's time. Maybe they had eight. I don't know. I'll have to look at it. Could I'll, be I'll have to install it. I probably actually still have it installed. Could honestly. be time. Uh, also, there, and I didn't put this on here. I did for LeGrand. Uh, Hunt Showdown has an event going on. I think it's actually over, Jeremy. Oh. But thanks, oh. thanks for bringing it up. Where they basically, they're, they're testing out different map modifiers. So there's actually this modifier they've been testing. I can't remember what it's called, like Inferno. But basically, the map is on fire in a lot of places, which kind of changes the dynamic of certain areas and things like that. So it looked pretty cool. I actually didn't even play it, and I think it's over. But I think what they're doing is trying to figure out if this type of, you know, change like to the game f- well, actually. Fortnite, you know, would do stuff like this, right? Like Exactly. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it makes sense. I think it makes the game more dynamic. However, I hate night maps. So a night map with fire would probably be equally bad. But I would. Maybe it'd be better. Wanna, like, because then. I feel it, bad that I didn't actually check it out. So. Yeah. Well, they'll probably bring it back. Right. Probably. We'll they'll probably bring it back with a bunch of other different options. Right. But anyway. That's well, it. out there in the news, uh, a couple of big things going on. First of all, uh, Epic Games is paying a fee, a fine, I should say, of $520 million uh, to the Federal Trade Commission after an investigation. I think we sort of joked about this, uh, that they had made Fortnite too addictive or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently, that is a thing, I suppose. Uh, Dark the thing that, Yeah, so that was the thing, is that they said that, that, that Epic had been deploying Dark Patterns uh, which I guess means have you not that heard of dark patterns before? Not really. I guess it. I guess it sort of means that you are sort of using psychology in subtle ways to, you know, like setting defaults that are, yeah, you know, exactly. against privacy and stuff like that. Yeah. That you know, use, using using the evil side of psychology in video games. When they offer you, um, when like cool. when you're offered a choice, like the choice they want you to pick is the one that's on the blue button and the other one is right. the one that you want right. is which hidden. is all the time in mobile games like how do you even get by so like no thanks later like you got to find the tiny yeah. little text and like tap it to to get it uh so yeah. the 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 two elements of this uh are for violation of the children's online privacy protection act that's in 1998 uh 245 million dollars which is the largest that the ftc has ever fined in a in a video game uh uh, case, I guess. Um, and then, uh, the, there's also a $275 million, uh, which I'm not sure exactly. That might just be, that that might just be punitive. I'm not sure exactly what that is, but, uh, anyway, these are all related to, to child privacy and such. And, uh, I wonder how much this takes out of their general revenue for this. I, I mean, how long does it take them to make? They're fine. Yeah, they're 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 probably they're probably all right. It's like a couple uh, but, of hours of Fortnite money. 
that that is though i mean it, it does fire a shot across the bow of lots of game developers you know who do things like loot boxes and other stuff uh in the, the uh, according to this website fortnite makes made 5.8 billion dollars in revenue in 2021 hmm. well and the average daily revenue oh it doesn't make any sense Anyway, that's what this article from businessofapps.com says. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So, uh, like I said, fires a shot across the bow a little bit of game developers who are finding creative and potentially underhanded ways to uh, to try to make additional money on things. Uh, so, uh, got a new a new item here. Uh, Starfield. Some more information is coming out about this game, which uh, was delayed to. Did we have a new date in? 2023 i don't know if they just kind of pushed it back indefinitely i think it's like end of 2023 is kind of what they're talking about end of 2023 so we have some new information about the faction it says first half first half first half of 2023 all right so uh basically saying that that some of the the quests and things are going to be very similar to what we are familiar with in skyrim uh we have some more information about factions and faction quests as opposed to fallout 4 so the the idea is that you'll be able to kind of um, go between factions and hmm. work with all of them. And and they did say, I watched the interview with this, the guy, I think his name is Will Shen, who's like maybe like lead writer or something. He was saying that it won't necessarily be like um, like Skyrim or Oblivion where you end up being like the supreme leader of whatever faction you work with. Um, that, you know, maybe the writing will be a little more interesting than that. Oh, yeah. uh, but that you will, it won't also, it also won't be like Fallout where, working with one faction could lock you out of working with another faction. Got it. So they're sort of, you know, taking feedback from what players have liked and not liked in the past and sort of, you know, trying to do both, I guess. Got it. Speaking of players liking and not liking things, uh, John Carmack, who has previously been attached to Meta or Facebook for their Oculus project, has decided to call it quits there. Uh, He served previously as the chief technology officer, and that is the guy that you want to be your chief technology officer. 100%. Um, But he says that uh, after a decade in VR, he believes that Meta is just not good at what it's doing. He says that it is uh, consistently self-undermining with uh, self-sabotage, problems with efficiency, uh, basically the kinds of things that you hear about, uh, you know, internet-based startups and technology firms and things like that. He said that we have a ridiculous amount of people and resources, but we constantly self-sabotage and squander effort. Uh, There is no way to sugarcoat this. I think our organization is operating at half the effectiveness that would make me happy. Uh, and you know what they say. If, I wonder uh, if he is perhaps difficult to work with. I, you know, oh, just, I'm sure. Just wondering. Just wondering. I'm I, sure that's the case. I, you know, I, I, he does seem like maybe the kind of cliched tech guy who is like very, very much into the numbers and engineering and optimization, and maybe not the best. Not so when much it comes the people the management of people and yeah. stuff. Or the business side, like sometimes tech people. Business, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. so far up the tech side of it that he's the king tech he's a, guy, and he's got so much money that he doesn't care, you know? Yeah, right. Like, well, but you know what they say: if Carmack ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. He did mention uh, that he um, felt like his, I guess, power to kind of get things done wasn't really what he wanted it to be. That he would basically like he would give somebody advice, and then they would go off and do the bad thing anyway. And then a couple of years later, it would be like. Um, well, we should have done what Carmack said to begin with, but they never learned yeah. that lesson or whatever. You know, so yeah. I don't know. I Who think knows? it's just when, when you when you're working with more than like two or three people, it gets when you, know, you have a large organization. Exactly. Exactly just right. Don't do that. Don't have large organizations. Exactly. Uh, Armored Core Six. We have some information here about this. I think a lot of people out on the social media were, were pretty interested in Armored Core, which is sort of a I don't know, what would you call this? Like it a, is a future mech military game. Yeah, kind but of it's a not, mech game. But it's not battle tech. It's much more like um I don't know. I don't know. It's Robotech. Faster pace. Like, imagine Gran Turismo, but like mechs. <laughs> you know what I mean? And That's like, pretty good. You can change the camber on your on your stompy yeah, exactly. legs. All that stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. It's cool. Armored Core has always been cool. But it is very grognardy in a certain sense like yeah you know well in this case uh hitataka miyazaki who uh has served as armored core 6's 
uh, director, uh, originally served as the director. I think that uh, Masaru Yamamura has has taken over that role for the game. Uh, they basically said that they're trying to uh, not necessarily make it a lot like their Souls type games, yeah, but um, rather rather to try to um, evolve the game from Armored Core Five. I remember on the PS One Armored Core, you had to press like L two. Like L one, L two to like look up and down. <laughs> yeah, like so that that's the thing. So weird. so with this, they they wanted they said that they want to put a lot more of an emphasis on the building and on the the tweaking, uh, an, an emphasis on mecha assembly, customization, yes. and piloting. It's always we'll have that. a mission based yeah. structure yes. more than more than an open world. Yeah, they explain um, it better and, than me. And the bosses will be the the highlight of Armored Core Six. So they're going to be working also on multiplayer. Uh, and so on, but of course, it will have a single-player story-based mode. I want like Front Mission Three Part Two or something. Like I want like a sequel to Front Mission Three. That's isn't there made just like that game? Isn't there a Front Mission game coming out? Like I feel like they're working on something. Uh, maybe I don't know. They've had uh, one or two a... in the years since, and they were, you know, not yeah. what you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the last of the big boy news here, uh, Microsoft may be introducing a cheaper tier ad supported Xbox Game Pass subscription model. Uh, this is based on something that came from the Resetera, Resetera um, uh, video game community forum blog thing. Uh, saying that Microsoft is surveying players and exploring a tier program that kind of similar to Ubisoft Plus or the PS Plus that uh, Sony does, where you kind of have a, an essential, an extra, and a premium, that sort of thing. And um, basically what they're looking at is hypothetically, uh, you get the full benefits of the Xbox Game Pass service for five users across consoles and PC for 22 euros a month. Uh, while the three euro plan would give a single individual an Xbox Gold plan that kind of gives some delayed access to Microsoft first party uh, products, which, you know, I don't know, they're kind of testing the waters, I guess. And um, Xbox, I guess, was not um, involved at, in uh, the Game Awards. And uh, so they haven't really been talking about much. We don't know. So this is all speculative. Planning on stuff for 2023, but as of right now, the only thing we have are some straws to grasp at. However, I will say that if they decide to announce something like this, or I might even just accept it anyway, uh, I did have a 2022 prediction that Microsoft would diversify the the tier levels in Game Pass. So I nice. hope they do that Good because job. it'll be some it'll be some cachet for me. Guys, that is going to do it for all of our big boy news, but we're going to finish it off strong with the new speed run. Start that music. Nice. I get knocked down. <laughs> That's a callback for those of you who uh, who were not on the YouTube stream. That's yeah. true. Uh, I'll start it out. NVIDIA is canceling its game stream functions for the NVIDIA Shield devices. Uh, so that's going to be losing support. Which is honestly, so it's not even like a paid, uh, like, a, like a live service. It's just a feature that yeah, I, I think a lot weird. of people, I... Personally, I mean, I never got a shield, and I think Jared has one, and he, he kind of liked this, but this sort of does what the, um, you know, the, like the streaming of games to your TV or whatever, like, that's kind of like the main attraction, I think, so that's kind of rough. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, Epic Games is shutting down online functions for Unreal tournaments, Unreal games, uh, and for Rock Band. This is on the Xbox Store. Uh, however, despite their lack of uh, continued support for Unreal Engine, uh, Unreal games, they probably won't be renaming their engine the Fortnite engine. Uh, well, despite mm -hmm. uh, what we said earlier about Crash Bandicoot being a good game, um, apparently the mobile game version was not that great because it's only after only two years being live, it's shutting down. Oh, mm. Crash. How Listen, do you like those apples? Crash. Crash Bandicoot is a bad character. Yeah. Not as bad as Spyro. Kind but of fun, fun ad campaigns, though. was an amazing kart racing game. That's true. Crash I got, I got the game. remade version of that. It's pretty all right. Excellent. Probably. Uh, Valve has expressed interest in making a Steam Controller 2. Nice. From, from one of their designers, Lawrence Yang. I actually have an unopened, sealed inbox Steam Controller 1. Ooh. That's going to be a collector's item. It's gonna be worth a lot of money that's, someday. That's what I'm gonna send my kids to college with. My is my Steam, Steam TV controller over there in the junk closet? I got one of those too somewhere. I think yeah. I got two of those. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of Steam, uh, Steam is going to get some integration into Tesla's cars uh, starting in uh, at the end of 2022. It's currently in beta. Uh, and then you're going to see that you can play things like Cyberpunk, uh, Cuphead, Sonic, all of that stuff, uh, just right there in your car. Pro presumably the passenger seat, not the driver's seat. Well, we'll see. Uh, Amazon, big in the big in the game adaptations space, uh, doing both God of War and War Warhammer 40K. So like God, God of War and War Uber Alice over here. Yeah. Um, lots of war going on, Amazon. Uh, I think these could both be cool, I guess. They could be. Well, the funny thing about that, too, is that Henry Cavill, we talked about last week, is no longer going to be Geralt of Rivia. He's also no longer going to be Superman because they're rebooting that character yeah, in the that's... movie space without I think him. it's because he's having conflicts with this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he's chosen Warhammer. He's chosen Warhammer over Superman, over Superman. which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, well, uh, which know, is... you got to give I mean, it to Henry Cavill. It's a choice. Warhammer over Superman. He doesn't care, man. He's got, he's got the money. He doesn't need more. You know I watched an interview, an interview with uh, Jim Carrey the other day where he was like, yeah, I'm not going to act anymore because I just don't need anymore. What? But I thought he was going to be uh, robotic or whatever. Yeah, Jim Carrey's uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, well, I mean, maybe he'll, he'll come, come back, back for, for that, but he's Sonic he's not doing it anymore for the money. So he just doesn't, you know. Just does it for fun. I, it was an interesting interview. He's anyway, make we have the Rotten Tomatoes Challenge right now. God of War first. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I think God of War is going to turn out really good. I think it's going to be... High 80s, low 90s. Do we know which God of War trilogy you gotta, is You gotta pick on? a number, dude. Uh, 91. Wow, 91. that's extremely Dang. high. Dude. They're gonna do a good job with God of War. Um, okay. Dale? 68. 68. I don't think it's gonna be 91. I think 68 is probably about right, but I can't say 68 now. It's gonna be much <laughs> better than that. 69. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Warhammer 40k. What do we think? what do we think in there? Uh, With Henry I think, Cavill. Man, it depends. He's he's the executive producer, by the way, Henry Cavill. So I, I, think I just want to say this, and I know I know that Dale in particular and Legrand, you probably also are like, yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of lore. I don't know that it's there's good lore though. I don't know that it's good. Like I don't think it's gonna like draw people in or or be the kind of thing that's like, wow, that's great storytelling or anything like that. So. I'm well, it gonna just depends give it... on what they what they do with it. So, and that's that's what I'm really interested to find out. I think, just like as a generic, there's gonna be a Warhammer series. I mean, that could mean like almost literally anything. But just gonna take a shot in the dark. I think Henry Cavill is known to be a like a fan with like some pretty, you know, decent knowledge and experience. Um, I think he would probably try to do right by it. Um, and I also know that Games Workshop is pretty savvy with their like deals of how they handle their IP and stuff. So I think it'll probably come out at least an 80. So I'll, I'll say 80. I'm going to say 57. Oh, shoot. 80? 57? Uh, I think it's going to be... 69. <laughs> All right. I, I could see That's that. That's where I'm at. That's it, where it, I'm at. It depends on what Amazon... Like, 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 what angle do they come at it from? It's like, do they want to do the, like, we make a thing that's, you know, for everybody and it ends up being kind of watered down? Or do they do something that's too hardcore and nobody likes it? You know what I mean? Well, while we're talking about this, we might as well say that uh, Death Stranding also has been announced that a movie's coming out uh, for that. So we might as well do a Rotten Tomatoes challenge on yep, that. I already have it down here. Uh, I'm ready to fill it in. That is going to be, that's going to be, you know what? I'm going to say because it's so weird, yeah, I think it's going to be. People are going to love I, it. I think it's going to be like kind of yeah like a 99. like a what was the island the the oh shoot what was that thing that was the sur, not survivor dang it where the island was mysterious I'm totally blanking lost. on the name of it lost it's gonna it's gonna have that like lost <laughs> vibe uh, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eighty four eighty four okay um <clears throat> I think this is gonna be one that definitely has potential but I think it might end up being a miss so I'm gonna say like 50 just straight up 50 straight up 50 50 all right uh i tend to lean towards with day i think it might be a little i think that kojima is going to get to kojima for a movie but, but the thing is that he that's what he's perfect for like he's actually bad for games mm, i don't gonna, i don't know about it either i think he's things. perfect for that like weird limbo in between the two 
I where, think that his type you know. of cutscenes would drag on, and <laughs> I, I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lean more towards the downside, not as far down as as Dale. I'm gonna have to say 69. There you go. All right. I'll Just kidding. Uh, six, six, 61. 60, would be 61. Okay. Great. Uh, well, uh, I guess I'll we have another one. Do we? Yeah, Matthew Lillard uh, is going to star as a villain in the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. This is going to be bad. 32. Mm. 32? 32. Dang. Huh. Five Nights at Freddy's Matthew Lillard, what's, what has he done lately? He was, well, lately he's shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah, and those he was in uh, He was in, the, what was the, uh, he was in that Wing Commander movie, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't he, he in that was Wing Commander He was in season two of Bosch. Oh. I don't know what that is. That's a Amazon so like a detective? detective show. I think it's going to be worse than 32. I'm going to give it a 26. 26. Oh, I'm going to wow. say 43. Okay. I mean, kids are going to watch it. Yeah. Right? But this is not about the kids. This is about the critics. I don't know how you make a critics. Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I mean, so, so it's going to be like comedy horror? I mean, listen, we we remember in like the, the early 2000s. I mean, he was in Scream. Like, how are they going to make a Pirates of the Caribbean movie? It's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and the Jungle Cruise movie. Jungle Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> or the Eddie yeah. Murphy Haunted Mansion. If they yeah. can make movies out of all that crap, they can definitely make a good 40k movie. Yeah, they could. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Uh, let's see. Sonic. This is Sonic Frontiers. Is still selling very well. It's had 25 million in sales after one month, which is. No, no, I think, uh, sorry, I think it's. I don't think it's 25. I think it's 2.5. Oh, it 25 is 2.5. million would be so, quite not, a not lot. selling that Who well. Who copied this headline? <laughs> My bad. I, I might have done it. I think Still, 2.5 million in sales it's, is a, a respectable nothing to sneeze number. At. I mean, I was kind of, I was looking at this going, wow, Sonic. Hmm. <laughs> it's, I've heard it's million. good. I've heard Beating Sonic Halo Frontiers numbers. is genuinely good. Yeah, it looks, it looks, looks fine. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Hype, but buy when it's on Game Pass. Yeah. All right, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns PC users are not utilizing the 2K launcher that comes with the game. Rather, they are hacking it and doing their own thing, and uh, apparently it is actually working much better. Uh, High-end PCs and everything uh, are, are making better use of frame rates. Uh, you know, st stuff on the, through the launcher is down to like 20 frames per second. Yeah, bad launcher has oh. been rough. Gotta hate yeah. a bad launcher. Yep. Um, Ubisoft Massive Studio uh, looking for a playtester for an upcoming Star Wars game. And there's nice. apparently okay. open enrollment. So like cool. that means if you work at Ubisoft Anyone Massive, can sign up. you have to you have to sign up for your health benefits. Open yeah. enrollment. Cool. Cool. So submit a W. Oh man, I forgot I've got to sign up for my health insurance right <laughs> after this. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for making that what joke. A, yeah. I hate doing that. What a pain in the ass. Yeah. And you know what they did at my work this year? They were like, hey, if you don't want to do it, just whatever you had last year is just going to roll over. Yeah, they I finally did that I'll at my company anyway. last and couple years. I said, years, yes. Which... And prices didn't increase, so they had nothing to change, nothing to think about. I just let Good it Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, finally on the list, Super Nintendo World. Uh, Dale's been to this one in, in Tokyo, but there's one coming to the North America. Osaka, actually. It's gonna... What was that? It was in Osaka, actually. Oh, sorry. Osaka. Yeah. That was in Tokyo. Anyway, uh, it's going to be at Universal Studios Hollywood. It's opening in February. February seventeenth, the Land. day before my birthday. Nice. You should go. Go compare. Yeah, yeah maybe I will. This one's lamer because there's a lot of uh, entitled Americans running around. Is that what you're gonna say? Probably <laughs> something like that. Guys, that is going to do it for our speed run news. That's going to do it for this episode of your 30-minute Game Bite Show podcast. I want to thank you for making it all the way to the 29-minute and 30-second mark that we're at right now. 30-second outro is on its way. Uh, if you have any comments about the games that we played, anything that you played you want to share with us, any news, anything that we did at all, and you just want to tell us all about it, find us on social media. We are on Twitter, at Game Bite Show Collectively. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. I am boycotting Twitter. Just kidding, I'm not. I'm at LeGrand, but I'm not on it very often. But say hi anyways. Yeah. I might. Re I'll respond. Give him a reason. I am at Count Elmdor. And if you come on Twitter and tweet at us, we will know that you did not actually leave Twitter. Yeah, that's true. So that's beware. True. Uh, not on Twitter, maybe on Twitter, but not on the show this week. Uh, Jared Red Eye at R-E-D underscore I. You can also find us at YouTube.com slash Show, where our audio may or may not pick up. We don't know. 
Uh, you can also find us over uh, Game Bite Show. Excuse me. Did it, is it working excuse now? Excuse me. Good. Oh, Good. it's been working this whole time except for the first seven minutes. Of the I show. know. Uh, you can also find us over GameByteShow.com. The syndicated copies of our podcast are there, along with music and you know, some cool bonus content this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you'll find an open uh, invite to our Discord server there, where we are counting through the daily freebies over at the Epic Game Store, finding stuff on GOG, just free stuff all over. Memes are happening, conversations are all going right. on. We're keeping track of movies and pictures TV shows of my tabletop Warhammer games. All of that. Dale's Dale's amazing art job. Docs and cats living together. All this stuff. End times. Uh, folks, that is going to do it for this episode of your Game Bite Show podcast. We will see you next week, but until then, uh, see you later. Be seeing you. Stay gravy.